Giving you a sugar for the tea We just saying what you already Thinking keep it a G This weekend now we gon' speak Ain't telling no last, keep it in the loop You know we trifling but true Happy Juneteenth Eve, y'all. <laughs> Welcome back for another episode of Trifling But True. 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 And it is your girl Jade on the ones and twos. Hey, y'all. Lori. <laughs> hey, it's your girl Asia. And we are back. And we are we are off lockdown, kind of. Uh, uh, yes. A little bit. <laughs> Not really, but yes. Yeah. It's so weird because today and the days prior have not felt any different. So I'm like, are we really off lockdown? Because I, my days just they all blended in. Yeah, I wear that dumbass mask when I go to the store. Yeah, I'm 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 on a first. I just want to get my groceries and go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm still on a personal lockdown, but at least stuff is opening up. I don't, I don't know. I feel like we're gonna get hit with another one, but that's just me. Another way. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Of it's coming. Oh, just wait on it. Just wait on it. And it's probably if it doesn't hit by the fall, it's gonna hit by winter. But I think it's gonna hit before then, for that's sure. Mm-hmm. By the end of summer, we're gonna be back in lockdown. I yeah. feel it. As soon as them jams open up. Mm, it's, yeah, and like everybody's like at parties and yeah. stuff. I mean, people been doing that since the beginning of lockdown honestly but i think with summer being here and everybody's kind of just saying fuck it like we've been in the crib for three months everybody's tired but yeah i, I think we definitely gonna see a surge i think we already saw a surge in uh florida they said texas and somewhere else um yeah the only reason why i don't follow the stats anymore and i don't believe anything with anything they say about the numbers related to cases is because they are literally putting coronavirus on every fucking death certificate they're just saying people are positive just to say it because the doctors are getting paid like thirteen thousand dollars per corona patient Mm, wow that's more money than any other condition Mm -hmm. so you don't there's there's so many doctors out there who don't practice with integrity yeah, and they don't care about your well-being for real. They just want a paycheck, mm-hmm. and those are the doctors that scare me. I'm scared of the doctors who don't speak up when they know that that what they're doing is wrong. Like you know, they they see the 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 shit that ain't adding up with the coronavirus stuff, and a lot of them are staying silent. I think the ones that are speaking up, like something ain't right with this shit. Mm-hmm. But I just don't believe nothing they say at this point. Yeah, I don't trust it. Yeah, I mean. I feel sorry for the people that are dying from it, obviously. Um, but I'm cool with the lockdown. Like, I'm cool on <laughs> us, you know, not, like, me not being going back to work. Yeah, this is my new norm. Yeah, I'm cool mm-hmm. with it. Um, but, of course, with that comes other, like, it's like a ripple effect. So everybody's, like, impacted by it, whether you staying at home or you out and about. It's some kind of ripple effect to follow. Yeah. Right. I agree. Yeah. But I do encourage people, if you've been in your house for the last three months, 
and you have barely went outside, I suggest you go outside. Mm -hmm. And I say that because the longer you stay hiding in your house and you're not exposed to people, germs outside, you are going to get very, very sick, especially when the weather changes. So I advise people to take your ass outside. Mm -hmm. Just expose yourself to a little bit of germs. Yeah. You know what? I actually heard a um, video from a doctor who said that. He said that at like like in April. Um, that he, kills your immune system yeah. when you're not exposing yourself to germs. Yeah, he was People like, don't realize that. He was like, I don't agree with the whole lockdown thing because, yeah, it lowers your immune system when you're inside. Why would you do that? And I, it, that makes complete sense to me. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. that's probably why we ain't been sick because we've been taking our ass out the house. I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't sit in here for yeah. three months straight. Going outside, <laughs> right? I gotta be right. <laughs> but I'm still too sick to go back to work. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but I got a cough. So. Right, y'all gotta figure it out. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, crazy times we live in, y'all. But I do really want to at least this summer, like. Maybe once every two weeks because, you know, money getting a little tight. I just want to, like, go to a Black-owned restaurant or just do something to, like, support Black businesses in our city. There's so many out here in Chicago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whether it's food, clothes, cosmetics, like, just buy something. Don't got to be super expensive. Go support. Go buy a sandwich. You know, like, Mm -hmm. just show support and spend our money where it needs to be spent. Yeah. Yeah. I've been buying a lot of like clothes online and let me tell you you want to you want a shirt by uh july you better order it now because (laughs) everybody (laughs) is ordering (laughs) and like their shipping times obviously the processing and shipping times are uh like crazy because everybody's trying to support which is good it's a good problem to have but yeah right but yeah so on a on a brighter note, then we have a crush of the week. We do. <laughs> and speaking of black businesses, we are about to support yet another one. Woo-hoo. And I actually found her through a friend's page um, that I, I'm, I'm cool with. And her name is Veronica. And on Instagram, her name is Brown Skin Plant Mama. And she is a house plant therapist. So her focus is using plants. Um, and greenery for therapy, uh, especially for mental therapy, which I think is brilliant because life helps life. That's just how the universe is set up. Mm. Um, and so she specializes in teaching people how to take care of their house plants, uh, what kind of plants, you know, would be a good fit for you. Um, and then she also has a website where you can go buy plants. Mm. Um, let me see if I go click the link in her bio. If you click the link in her bio on Instagram, it'll give you a link to her free plant buying beginner guide. So if you like free stuff, Ooh, okay. Yes, I need that. But free, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna get it because I'm a beginner plant mama. I only got two plants, but I stay forgetting to water them. I'm, I'm working <laughs> on them. Uh, <laughs> working on them, trying to keep them alive. Um, and then she also um, has a site where you can shop for plants. Um, and she also has a plant store on Amazon. I didn't know that. Hmm. So if you click the link in her bio on Instagram, it'll take you to all of those. And yeah, go support Veronica and her plants. Get some for your house. It helps with the oxygen levels in your home. It helps with your mood. Gives you something to take care of and to grow and to heal. Helps you heal in return. So y'all get in tune with nature because that's all we really got to keep us sane and busy right now. So mm-hmm. check her out again. Her name on Instagram is Brown Skin Plant Mama, and her all her info will be in the description box. 
Yeah, shout out to uh, Brown Skin Mama. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know for the longest she didn't have her picture, or she didn't show her face on her Instagram. So I'm like, who is this woman? Do I know her? Mm-hmm. And then when she posted a picture, I was like, no, I don't know her, but I'm happy she is black. I mean, obviously, <laughs> brown skin would, in the name, would make me right. think she was black, but to you put a face on that, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> um, So she has a store on Amazon, you said? Yeah, she's got one on Amazon and then one and then her actual site. Let me click that. That's dope. Amazon I wonder link. if you can call, does she call it, can you do like Prime delivery? Let's see. I clicked on the link. Are they like big plants or small plants? Right. I'm so intrigued. I'm like, <laughs> she has a mix of both. So she has like little plants you can put on your desk. She's got like giant plants. Those are the ones that are really expensive, but they're huge. Mm-hmm. She's got a little bit of everything. And then she's got plants that are a little easier to take care of than others. I did say I wanted an air plant. So I need to check her site again. I didn't see if I saw an air plant, but I was just kind of scrolling through to see what she had. Mm-hmm. Um, are you talking about that? But I am. Yeah. Say that again. The plants that you hang up. Like, yeah, she's she's got hanging plants, plants you put in pots. She's got she's got a little bit of everything. So if you go to her site or her page, you'll see the variety of plants. And she even like knows how to like repot and regrow, taking parts of plants and replanting them. And I'm trying to learn. It's a lot. Plants are not as they're not mm. complicated, but there's a little they're they're a little more complex than you would probably think mm. that they yeah. are to keep them alive. So I'm curious to learn more and to do it through a black woman, which woman is dope. Mm-hmm. Um, on her Amazon page, she sells potting soil supplies and mixes, bug sprays, watering cans and misters, humidif- humidifiers for your plants. Mm-hmm. So I don't think she actually sells plants on Amazon, but she sells the, the supplies. The accessories. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. And the plants are on her website. Yep. So she got she she get the whole package. That's you know? yeah. That's actually really smart to sell her accessories on Amazon as opposed to her website because you could probably get more people to buy mm-hmm. it on Amazon. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That was smart. That was real smart. Yeah. Shout out yeah, to her. Shout out to her. I know. I'm. I'm. A, I'm a support and give me a little baby plant. Yeah. Same. The teeny weeny. I've I've been saying I wanted some aloe vera and still haven't gotten an aloe vera plant. Your <laughs> aloe vera is like three dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I haven't seen any anywhere. But also, I haven't really been going to look for plants. I've kind of, I've, I've come to the conclusion that I'm gonna let my plants find me, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So that I know they're spiritually meant for me to have. So I'm just gonna let them come to me. Like my, my first two came to me. Okay. So. Yeah, I got a little plant. That shit did, did. I need to figure out how to revive that. Bro. Yeah, girl. I saw you was <laughs> the last time I was over there. I'm like, girl, your plant is struggling. <laughs> I need some soil. I need to go on uh, on her Amazon and give me some accessories. <laughs> My Vera Wang is thriving, honey. How about Vera Wang? <laughs> type of new leaves. I need to low-key cut one and use one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Supposedly what my plants are supposed to like grow another flower and then I'm supposed to like depot that and then regrow it so my plants are going to produce more plants in the future so I'm uh, it's a lot but I'm trying to keep my little babies alive (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying yeah and all I gotta do is water them and I can't even do that (laughs) (laughs) all right y'all ready for this true tea yeah, let's go ahead and get into it, girl. We're gonna be talking shit about the whole world who can't get their shit together. Right okay, now. because everybody getting on my nerves. So, um, I know we got a few things, but the first one I wanted to bring up was um J Cole's new song just dropped. 
uh, Snow on the Bluff. I hope that's the I keep messing it up every time I say it. I hope that's the title. Um, <laughs> it, is. <laughs> it is Snow on something. I know that. Right. <laughs> um. So basically, he put out a new song. And obviously, in the midst of everything going on, police brutality and all this stuff that we're seeing. And in his song, he talks about a woman who he doesn't name in the song, but he talks about a woman who is quote unquote woke and how she is talking down on everybody. So she's talking down on people who are not as quote unquote woke as her or who may not be as educated on like politics or history or, you know, things of that nature. And so he got a lot of backlash from it because like it was like women coming after him saying he shouldn't be talking about women with everything going on. And it was people coming at him talking about um, he's like masking um, patriarchy and he's gaslighting and they just didn't expect it from him. And then it's people like me who are like, I didn't see nothing wrong with it. Like, <laughs> what's the problem? There was no issue. Like people don't understand, like, People don't like to be called out on their shit. Mm-hmm. And then people feel sorry for people when they actually called out on their shit. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I mean, I read some um some tweets and apparently he was talking about um a Chicago rapper named No Name. Um, she's very like political and very into obviously being from Chicago and, and being a rapper, you gotta kinda like know and be outspoken on what's going on but um chance the rapper also has something to say and i just saw one of his tweets and i'm gonna read it real quick um he was on the side of no name so his tweet says they both my peoples but only one of them put out a whole song talking about how the other needs to reconsider their tone and attitude in order to save the world it's not constructive and undermines all the work no name has done it's not black women's job to spoon feed us. We grown. And I was like, well, he got a point. <laughs> it is a point. Um, and in the song, J. Cole does talk about how her tone was like she was like condescending and speaking down on people. But let's be real. That's just African-Americans in general. That's the black community in general. Like we be so quick to talk down on people who don't share the same values as us. And that shit's beyond irritating. So he was just speaking facts. Yeah. I I haven't. Oh, go ahead, Lori. No, I was just going to say, I think that honestly, in my opinion, I am perfectly like he is perfectly allowed and able to to express how he feels about anything through his craft mm-hmm. I don't understand what's the problem with that I would rather you put it on a song so I can hear it musically and both of y'all go at it or whatever versus like y'all going at it over like the internet you know like mm-hmm. I-, I think that he just personally felt that her tone was unnecessary and I guess it really bothered him enough to say it in his song mm-hmm. and if anything she should be happy that he is even mentioning her in my opinion but I'm a J. Cole stan so <laughs> so did she so I don't know who this rapper is sorry y'all don't no, don't come for me I don't know who she is know uh, who she, a lot of people did don't she, did she say something or did she type something because you can't tell a tone by typing 
she she did so she basically was just going on rants on social media like everybody does she was you know uh in his song he says that he was on her page and he was reading her stuff she's mad at capitalists she's mad at white supremacists she's mad at the police she's mad at everybody she's mad at niggas um he did say that he said she's mad at niggas and i guess his whole point was you you so educated then why don't you educate us why aren't you like trying to elevate us instead of talking down on us and again he has he has every right to say that and feel like that because he said himself um actually i have his his tweets as well he said um i haven't done a lot of reading and i don't feel well equipped as a leader in these times but i do a lot of thinking and i appreciate her and others like her because they challenge my beliefs and i feel that in these times that's important we may not agree with each other but we got to be gentle with each other so he's giving her props like you know that's not me i don't i don't do a lot of reading and you may be more um more educated on the topics but educate the people who aren't as educated on it yeah yeah I, I I I can see both sides of this. I can see mm-hmm. how No Name is frustrated. She's getting upset. I mean, granted, yeah. the whole world's fucking upset. Mm-hmm. And I can see from J. Cole's perspective as well, like, this isn't the time to be talking down on people. Just yeah. understand you got to meet people where they're at. And that's something that this is, this is a lesson for me in this time is meet mm-hmm. people where they're at. Not everyone is going to be as woke or as educated. Not everyone's going to have resources to books or, but I feel like if you got a phone, you better get your ass on the internet. Everything (laughs) is out there for you to know. So I feel Mm -hmm. like there's no excuse to be uneducated because the internet you can find, I mean, absolutely anything that you want to know, you can find it on the internet. Mm So I don't know. I've just, I just want everyone to just hear each other out, whether you agree or disagree Mm-hmm. and be adults about it we don't have to call people out for oh you said x y and z and i don't agree with it so you're wrong and it's yeah. just it's not necessary or needed i don't think j cole came at came at her in a side you know sideways or disrespect to her like Mm-mm. blatantly like we know j cole is not that person so i think we need to use our discernment mm-hmm. when has he ever been a person that has failed us and talked down about us when he's done nothing but try to uplift us so i'm like people just have to use their mind and think yeah that person yeah like he's speaking his truth and he's speaking on behalf of majority of black americans who feel like that like anytime somebody has a perspective different from ours or anytime somebody wants to to speak out on something they like i don't know it's just like they always just seem to be talking down instead of at and that shit's annoying and she may not have meant it she may again just be like on a twitter rant or whatever speaking her mind um, and it may have came off like that and she hasn't said anything so in this whole like situation she's probably innocent like she's probably like what the fuck is going on <laughs> why am I in and she's probably right and she's probably like <laughs> y'all like doing too much yeah like people create drama like people look for shit that's wrong in yeah. everything <laughs> and what we're not gonna do is cancel J. Cole like y'all got me fucked up that's what we're not gonna do <laughs> Well, we're not going to do is cancel anybody. I, I think that's just the point I'm at. I'm done canceling right. people. Yeah. Like, we, we can't say we want people to change and then not give them the space to change. Mm-hmm. Especially doesn't make any like sense. This. This, is, this is, like, so fucking petty. Like, <laughs> girl, people was bored in the house, in the house bored. Right? Like, this is a time we're supposed to be united and we are going at it. 
But yeah, that's enough on that, True T. <laughs> um, but yeah, I did want to bring up Cancel. And again, I know we talked about B. Simone last week, so we don't got to talk about her extensively again. But mm-hmm. I am upset that people are going in on her with her book scandal. And it's mm-hmm. really, it's frustrating me because... It's like she made an honest and genuine mistake. And I'm actually like a B. Simone stan. Like I fuck with her like real hard. I see a lot of qualities in her that re- that I, I see in myself. And mm-hmm. she inspires me. So for her to make a mistake on this of this caliber at the state of success that she's at and the times that we're in, I can see mm-hmm. how that is going to hurt her and her business. I think she'll be okay, number one. But... Yeah. I just want people to like again use discernment. When has B Simone ever been a shady character who's been hustling people, you know, in in a not good way like she's trying to, you know, scam people or like she's never gave me that vibe that she's a scamming ass chick. Like I just don't get mm-hmm. that vibe from her. So for people to go in on her and say, "How you a boss and you ain't write your book?" and it's like she wrote some of it, but again, you you who sits down and writes an entire book? Nobody. Every person who has a book has a ghostwriter or someone they work in collaboration with. You give your thoughts and ideas, some content, they spice it up a bit, add their own words. But it's also your responsibility to proofread that and make sure that what you're putting out with your name stamped on it is of good quality and there's no issues with it. So I just look at it as like it's a mistake that she's definitely going to learn from, but I don't think she's canceled. I don't think that people just need to just completely just just on her because people are just evil right now mm-hmm. and it's so sad like I'm, it's so sad I'm just like y'all leave people alone I feel like I feel like I I don't agree with the way people are coming for her or whatever I just I do agree with cancel well I don't know if I'm gonna cancel her but I I do agree with people I mean I do agree with why she's being canceled like it's not even a simple fact that you plagiarize your book and you did bring up a point like you know when have B Simone is B Simone doesn't seem like this type of chick or she hasn't ever you know came out as a scamming ass girl when she just came out two years ago so we really don't really know her and for this to come out and we already know she sell resale clothes it's almost like you doing too much you got this million dollars you now you too holy too spiritual like I just felt like she's putting her foot in her own mouth right now I think that she is really doing herself a disservice and in a way I can see what how it's coming across as flexing but then of course people's gonna dig dig up dirt on you and it end up slapping her in the face yeah but my whole thing is like what does canceling do and what's the purpose of it and why do people do it that's what I'm not understanding like when I think of cancel R. Kelly canceled that nigga humps on kids <laughs> canceled you know what I'm saying like let him cancel people who actually do damage and harm to others you know what I mean? Like, we're canceling people over mistakes. I mean... Like, small mistakes that didn't really harm... I mean, yeah, she she didn't realize, and I get it, because now she's in a lawsuit. Mm-hmm. The firm that she hired to do her, her workbook pages are the ones that stole. So now it's a problem. It's, it's not even that B. Simone sat down and wrote the shit. She paid. She outsourced it. So now she paid for someone to plagiarize her shit. Mm-hmm. 
So that's a whole nother battle. So it's even if now there's a whole lawsuit going on with the marketing company she hired and all that shit. So and I genuinely don't think she did it on purpose. A lot of people think she did, but I don't think I she don't did it on purpose. Did it on purpose. But I think that as a boss, you and that's why I don't think read your get. shit. You need to like go through like you need to but I, I feel like I know it's like word checks. They got them in college. The paper essays or whatever that you check to make sure there's nothing plagiarized. Like like why we didn't do that? Why didn't we go through those measures? Like why if I'm gonna put out something, let me let it be the best work, you know, like let it be something true and real. Even if I didn't know, I need to know more about this company and their past. And I don't know if she really did her research on this one. I think I think two things. I think what we talked about in our entrepreneurship episode is that like entrepreneurship isn't easy. And again, you need a team. So you might you're not gonna be able to really hold the weight I know I know it is your your brand and it is your faith and that's your product out there but at the end of the day she put her trust and her money into Into a a team yeah into a a company and a team hoping and putting her trust in them that they would produce something that is authentic and I mean a Mm -hmm. lot of people do that we do that even subconsciously every day when we go into lifts when we go into the airport go on an airplane like we're putting our trust in people hoping that they are going to take care of us um so Mm -hmm. I I don't I don't think that we should cancel her I think it was an honest mistake and I do appreciate the fact that she made a video right after she didn't like run from it she was like yo this was some fucked up shit and I'm owning up to it and I can't say too much because of legal repercussions but just know that I'm not really about this shit so I don't think we should cancel her and I do I do think it was a genuine mistake and again this is her first time being an entrepreneur so yeah, yeah. That's that's why I'm being gentle, and she's been out way longer than two years, y'all. I I would just say that she's been out way longer than two years. Um, she started making videos in what 2013. Okay, I give her seven years, and but she ain't really get on wilding out until what 2016, 2017. Yeah, I don't know when she got on wilding out, but I just think people just need to cut her a break, and I just want people to have empathy. Number one. But also put yourself in her shoes. Like, if that were you and the world was coming at you like that, how would you feel? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why that's why I don't badmouth and dog people in their comments. If I see something I don't like, I just unfollow or keep scrolling. Like, I don't feel the need to stop and put hatred out towards people. And I can't even imagine how how much she's being attacked spiritually. All that negative energy being thrown at you by millions yeah. of people that you don't know. I can only imagine how she feels on the inside right now. She's probably keeping it together to look, you know, like she's okay and holding it together right now. But I feel like on the inside, she's hurting bad. And it's just a lesson she has to learn. It's unfortunate it's public and we all have to watch it unfold. But I think she's going to be all right. I don't think, I don't think she's going to stop making money. I don't think people are going to completely cancel her to the point where she's going to be a nobody and nobody's going to know who yeah. she is. She's going to be A-OK. She I, might have some jokes for a few months, but people yeah. will get over. Too much shit yeah. girl. I'm like, damn, y'all. People have done way worse shit right. and have not been canceled. So it's a lot going shit. on. Like, we need to be focused on the shit going on in our neighborhoods. We don't need to be focused on her damn book. Girl, how about <laughs> focus on ourselves? That's I this week I was I had to catch myself like I'm focusing too much on other people's drama. I need to like reel it in, mm-hmm. focus on myself because now I'm getting caught up and I'm not working on me. So, mm-hmm. Lord, 
yeah. they're about to just to take a chill pill. Yep. It's a lot. It's a lot. Is that it for truth here? Do we have one more? I thought we had one more, but I could be tripping. Um, I think that was it. Oh, uh, I mean, I could bring up something else. That's kind of that's kind of heavy. The lynchings that are going on. Oh Jesus. Um, yeah, I was gonna bring up the angel mama thing, but oh, yeah. <laughs> girl, my brother was going in on Facebook. I'm like, what is he talking about? Why is he going in on people? Like, <laughs> what the fuck, bro? I have to wait angel mama too. <laughs> I definitely went in on somebody on Facebook earlier today. Like the only thing that I know about Ancient Mama is that it's not black owned. No, <laughs> white man. Um, it was based off um a black a, a black slave. It's it, it's uh based around a black slave who it was a it was a white man that dressed up in blackface. Yeah. Yeah. But the mm. character was the a black woman slave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And which is that shit was beyond my comprehension. I was just like, why? And then it was like multiple. I think it was like two or three um women who were like the face of ancient mama. And I just like I don't I don't understand sis. I don't <laughs> Oh, I sure got some Angel Mama uh, syrup in my kitchen right now. I was thinking that, like, damn, I got a syrup in the motherfucking pancake mix. But you know what? You know what? Okay, so so I had, it was a white boy, actually, that I used to go to high school with. He had posted it. And he was like, so now syrup is racist. Like, uh, that. what a side of white privilege to put on your waffles in the morning. And I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to address this real quick and keep it moving. So I basically told him the backstory of Angel Mama and how it's the the picture of her is symbolism. It's racist symbolism, right? So the the root of it is it came from some white man who's dressed up as blackface, and then they chose to have Mammy be the face of pancake syrup, or yeah, pancake syrup, when the pancake or the the syrup itself was made by two white men. And so we were going back and forth about that. And he was just, he just like couldn't understand um, the symbolism part. Cause he's like, you know, are we going to just basically take away everything that has a black person on it and call it racist and, and all this stuff. And I, I tried to like the reason, did you explain the reason why he, they even uh, wanted to do blackface in the first place? Nah, girl, I didn't even get into that. Cause that would have been a whole yeah. post. <laughs> he, he, yeah girl yeah yeah so i just think the whole i think that the whole ancient mama the, the removing of her face and the removing of first of all the syrup is fucking amazing and it, i should <laughs> yeah. so yeah like regardless of if her face is gonna be on there or not if the product is the same the product is still gonna sell and it's still gonna be bomb as hell but i think the association with it is when black people have to look at that shit and see mammy and that's the the root of it is we were fucking oppressed during that time. Mm-hmm. Like that shouldn't we have sh- we shouldn't have to be reminded of mammy ass being on a pancake syrup. But you know what? I'm gonna finish my syrup and my pancake mix I got in this kitchen. Hell yeah, <laughs> that is not going in the garbage. Yeah, uh, but Mrs. Butterworth herself is gonna go through the roof. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> for real. <laughs> 
You just like, that's all I know. Thanks. I look he ain't had Mrs. Butterworth in a minute. I'm gonna I'm gonna try that and see if it's better than Ancient Mama and then I Ancient might Mama the best though. It, Mama is the best. I really I, I wanna try a homemade maple syrup, like a really good maple syrup. But Ancient Mama is good and it's cheap. Mm-hmm. Ancient Mama is is bomb as hell. But I shouldn't be eating it anyway. But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just people want to cancel everything, but I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, yes, we have many alternatives to syrup. That we do. I'm thankful for it. But it's like, y'all want to cancel stores? I'm like, where am I supposed to go shopping? I can't go grocery shopping here. I can't go get no help, no hygiene products here because, oh, no, that store is racist. I'm like, so I'm just supposed to not have anything? Like, I'm confused. Where am I going to shop? I was really upset about the Starbucks thing. I was like, what the fuck? I was, too. <laughs> I don't drink that nasty-ass, expensive-ass coffee. It's so anymore. fucking good. It, I like it's it. Disgusting. And I like they, uh, they breakfast, mm, they spinach wrap things. Oh, them be so fire. They I was I ass on their breakfast. But the, them frappuccinos and the mochi- macchiatos, those yeah. life. Especially on a busy day at work. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I live <laughs> for that. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, Starbucks ain't never did much for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. they drinks are mediocre, in my opinion. But mm-hmm. and I'm um, also I don't know why, but I prefer home coffee when I make coffee. Yeah, same. It's something about Starbucks. Their coffee is just so strong, and it don't matter how much cream and sugar and milk they put in it. It just it's just just too strong of a flavor. I don't know where they get their coffee from. But, I do prefer uh, Dunkin' Donuts over Starbucks, but I like Starbucks Frappuccinos better. And macchiatos. Yeah, I like Starbucks yeah. like specialty drinks. As regular coffee, I go to Dunkin'. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I do have a preference over like my kitchen coffee over like mm-hmm. going paying for coffee, period. Uh-huh. And you ain't gotta go nowhere. <laughs> yeah. I think Star Starbucks too is like you kind of feel bougie when you go into one. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like it's just kind of like an upper class <laughs> type of coffee shop. Yeah, you feel a little more luxurious when you buying it. So I get it. It's an experience. You feel like you're doing something when you buy a Starbucks. So I understand. But that whole people can't wear anything that supports this movement is fucked up. Um, but I'm just covered up. So I, I mean, I I tell myself I can't be with the culture and they canceling because you can't cancel everything like you said. If you really want to go back in time, let's look at all of the leaders who we idolize and dig up their dirt. Like, they should be canceled 10 times over because they did fucked up shit, too. I mean, like, we can't cancel everybody. Everybody, nobody's perfect. So, let, I mean, I think we should have discernment, have good judgment. I mean, it can't be no Epstein or R. Kelly type shit that we approve. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, like, if you're actually harming people, yeah, that's or, when I have, I no, then that's you. a like, ain't no, yeah. Yes. But if you're not, if, if you're not hurting people or stealing from people or doing anything like that, that's like not necessary, then I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Yeah, same. People be putting their energy in the wrong places. Yeah, so I'm gonna go yeah. to Starbucks and I'm gonna have me a macchiato. 
because <laughs> they did come I, I was upset with Starbucks at, I, when I read it I ain't gonna lie but they did come back and they was like it was because we was gonna bat them a shirt that said Black Lives Matters anyway so okay, <laughs> they should have so, put that you, in the goddamn email but you, you know what though I did read somebody who uh, worked for Starbucks and she she even said um, that they I guess they didn't want people wear, bringing and wearing their own shirts in because they have like since it's a branded store they wanted the starbucks to brand be brand yeah. yeah yeah so she was like before y'all try and cancel motherfuckers y'all need to actually listen <laughs> right and hear people out yeah right. my brother was saying that too about like when these stories are coming out because something surfaced about shake shack uh and how like three officers claimed that they were there was bleach in their food or something crazy like that and it's like People just see the headline and read one article and mm-hmm. run with mm-hmm. it, and they don't wait for all the facts and details to surface. Oh, they definitely mm-hmm. don't. Oh, child, I was about to get, I was about to say something that's going to go a completely different way from our topic, but <laughs> to address that, but I think I'm going to wait. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I did also want to mention Trey Songs is on one today. So if y'all want some entertainment, go on his page. He is out in hella racist people. He just, he was just going on rants with his posts. Really? Uh, yeah. And I was shook. I was like, Trey Songs, what's happening right now? Like, why is like, okay. Pissed. Yeah, if y'all need some quick entertainment and some laughs, he is going in on people on his page. But rightfully so, because mm. he's posting videos of racist white women talking about nigga this and I don't know why you guys burn the American flag. We should burn black people. And yeah, that lady was going there. And girl, he he is Mr. Detective. Okay. He posted a clip and he found her two posts later. I'm like, damn. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody was like, okay, Detective Trey, we see you. Detective Trey. They funny (laughs) as hell. Nah, for real. He was like finding fucking, he found her original Instagram page. Like, I mean, he is finding people. And out in their ass on his page. So if y'all need some entertainment, go go to Trey Song's page. These fucking Karens, they out of control, bro. They are girl. Out if I see one more Karen video, I can't help but laugh at this point. Like I, I, I I'm not even angry anymore. I just laugh at the stupidity. Honestly, the Karen videos are my favorite. They are. They hilarious. They be so mad. Like why they, you so mad? Especially that like South Island. Oh yeah, that shit was. Oh, she followed her ass to the station. Like, I, right, you want to call me a nigga? We up here. She was like, "Bring the police out here." Right. Gonna be fast at the police station. I'm tired of the. Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> bitch. Shut like, up. I'm tired of this shit, bitch. You only been experiencing this shit for two months. Relax. Right. This has been a whole four hundred years for us, girl. Sit down. But no, like these Karens, I can't. I watched a whole ten minute Karen video about this lady uh, uh, harassing some black family about the way their yard looked. Oh, I saw that. I was. They was like, you don't even live on our block or in our neighborhood. What the fuck? <laughs> you don't even go you here. Just, just driving by, bothering people. White people and they entitlement. For real, it looks like a junkyard. Girl, wouldn't clean it up your goddamn self, then, bitch. Yeah, they they are hella entitled. They he- white fragility. Get your ass on somewhere, Karen and Bob. In a weird way, I'm just like super happy that it is like outed that yes. like we don't live the same lives. We have different worries than you all that are unnecessary mm-hmm. and your problem. I mean, and your fault. Yeah. So like we want you to fix it. I'm just happy that's like out there. So eventually I like it's slowly but surely being addressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. What is the world coming to? 
It's crazy. But uh, yeah, but on another note, we want to talk about the kids today because I feel like they getting left out in conversations. Or maybe we just not following this, the right people that are having the conversations about our children because I couldn't imagine being a kid in 2020 right now. How their life has completely been turned upside down overnight and they're living in a completely different world and they're seeing the world for what it truly is and it's been so different than what they thought Um, but we do want to touch on education a little bit because we all know the American education system is a hot ass mess it's been underfunded for way too long and we teach white supremacy in school which is unfortunate Um, it's, it's obvious that schools in specific areas especially in predominantly black communities they're underfunded understaffed and they're not given the same education experiences as let's say a private school in a predominantly white neighborhood so we kind of want to touch on education in america and kind of give our view on it and i'm actually really worried about our kids and their futures i'm not even gonna lie i'm really worried yeah, me too. I I honestly would be, I'm thankful I don't have a child right now growing up in what is happening. I mean, this, this shit's going to be going on for a while, so it may be possible that I have a child that's growing up in this, but I think, um, I think what's I think what's different now, though, about um, different from what our like parents and our grandparents went through is obviously social media um, and people are being forced to speak up and the the education aspect is being brought to the forefront um as far as like his learning history and learning about other people's cultures and i think that's more talked about than it ever has been um and a, a part, partly because we are in the middle of a pandemic and people are worried about what's about to happen with kids and what's about to happen with this potential new civil rights movement that we're going that we're uh that we're in right now but I do feel like the kids are are seeing something and they're a part of history now. And so even at a young age, you see kids out here like holding up signs and freaking protesting. And it's like they're they're literally going to be in the textbooks going forward. And I just feel like we just I don't know. I just feel like we need to just nurture them and with everything going on, because. This shit is going to remain in everyone's psyche for a very, very long time. Yeah, I, I can't even imagine. Like, as an adult, I'm shook with coronavirus and then the whole race war we're in. And then to for a child who doesn't really understand the depths and, like, the history behind what's really happening, because obviously they're taught a one-sided view of history. Mm-hmm. So they're probably like, what the fuck is really going on? And our parents having honest, open discussions with their children right mm-hmm. now about what's happening and letting them know, like, yeah, the, the state of the world is uncertain right now, but just know that you're safe and you're secure and you're okay. And I think it's just important that families start educating their children on their own too and stop depending so much on the education system. because I had those parents school you gonna learn it in school pay attention Mm -hmm. to school you gonna learn what you need to know in school and it's like uh no I'm not (laughs) nope (laughs) I graduated and still felt unprepared for the real world so Mm -hmm. school can't teach you everything that you possibly need to know only experience can so I mean yeah yeah I mean I, I feel bad for the babies too um especially those in like the poor like the in the hood 
because they don't really have a lot of them don't have the resources nor the um the supervision or the role model to help them stay on track with their studies and you know keep them you know outside being productive I feel like everybody is just caught up in mm-hmm. being online I mean now that they got school online being online is an easy distraction I don't feel like kids are getting a necessary education I don't think that people are really thinking about them when they're making these decisions either so, they're not and and it's oops. unfortunate like I'm just thinking to myself like okay School is online, but not every kid has access to internet or a computer. So then what next? Right. You know what I mean? Like, how are they going to keep up with their work? And then now they're not doing statewide testing. So it's like, are we just automatically moving kids for the next grade? I mean, I think we should. This is out of their control. They shouldn't be punished for it. But then it's like, okay, well, then this upcoming school year, how do we keep kids on track when they really are behind? Mm-hmm. So like we, we, we created such a hole for them that I don't think they're going to be able to come out of it. And I think it's about to restructure the entire way school is is done. I have a feeling that school is about to move to online. I feel like schools are going to be less and less in person the longer this whole coronavirus shit goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, especially for those that don't know, I was a school nurse this past school year, which has been a very interesting experience. Um, but just hearing the talks about like what they're considering for upcoming school year and mind you this is just my school district I don't know what other schools are thinking but I'm kind of under the impression that it's under the same type of flow they want things to be consistent obviously so I'm going to assume that this is probably like a state or nationwide thing Mm -hmm. Um, but they're trying to figure out okay well outside of like it being dangerous and the whole race wars and riots and all that stuff how are we going to get kids in school with this whole coronavirus thing going on you know, like, are we going to be doing social distancing in school? Imagine what that does to a child's psyche. Exactly. Imagine went, the, yeah. all the crowded schools already. Exactly. A lot of classrooms, they're at their capacity and the kids are already packed in the room like sardines. Mm-hmm. How are you going to scoot them a desk length apart when the classroom ain't big enough for that? And wear masks all day, them kids. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, Not they're a- talking about maybe having like temperature checks on all the children throughout the day. I'm like, think about how much time away from learning that will do. That's because okay. as a school nurse, I can't possibly check every child's temperature on their way in. It'd be a damn near impossible school would never start. But then if you put that responsibility on the teachers, now you've taken away 30 minutes of the child's morning to start class. And now every kid that has a temperature, now I got to come to my office and I got to call everybody, mom and daddy and figure out what the hell you're going to do with your kids. Like, it's just going to be a hot ass mess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, they're going to be rowdy during that whole 30 minutes. Yeah. You check one kid, a temperature, everybody else going to be out. <laughs> uh, right. And you know how bathroom. kids are going to the bathroom with their head under dryer. I'm sick. Like, <laughs> we, don't got, we don't got time for that. Like, right. I'm, I'm just so concerned that these kids are not going to go back to school. I'm really, really concerned. Yeah, I am too. And I, I, mean, I think, uh, Lori, you brought up a good point um, about kids in the hood, like that already don't have resources and that already was maybe taking the bus. And now with everything going on, on on with the bus and transportation and things like it's, it's hard for and me when I was like volunteering at the um, at the shelter, I could tell this was before corona or anything mm-hmm. i could tell that them kids was not they were not 
focused. Like they're they weren't going over homework at home with their parents. They would come they were five years old and barely could uh identify their ABCs. Um so I can only imagine like going back in the fall, like what if they go back, like what that does to their their growth. And that's sad, like <laughs> it's really sad. Um I just think as a whole, like we need to do better with our education. And I think that the the pandemic and this this race war that we're going through, I think this is a wake up call. And I hope that it's a wake up call for people to actually pay attention to what is being taught to our kids, because it's all 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 over the place. Yeah. And I feel like it's mostly the responsibility of the parent to really I understand you also have to provide, but. You know, it's something I understand. It's an, another sh- uh, thing you probably got to add to your bag, but you really want to va- make sure that your child's education is valued and is up sub- is of some substance. So I think that I put the responsibility on the parents to connect with the teachers to make sure that their children are on the right curriculum and they are getting the necessary knowledge that they need to get and make sure that they're staying on track. I feel like. If anything, now will be the perfect time. I will be at home homeschooling the fuck out of my kids. Like, mm-hmm. every morning we getting up, y'all got class. It will be a whole full school day at my house. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people, parents should take this advantage of this opportunity because you at home too. And a lot of jobs, corporate jobs, are kind of lenient for parents right now because mm-hmm. they used to their parents being, I mean, they used to their kids not being home with them for about eight hours out the day. Right. And now you're trying to work and then you, your kids is distracting you. Right. You know, you still got to be mom, wife, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And a boss lady at that, you got to make sure you're on your job. And it's a lot yeah. to balance. So I really understand the parents that are struggling. Mm-hmm. But it's still their responsibility. No, it is. I've had several teachers come to my office and just complain, not even just about like medical needs for their students, but just basic needs. I had a teacher complain to me about a specific student who the parent never answers the phone or she'll purposely ignore the call. Um, If she sees the school is calling, um, she had to beg the parent to buy their child's school supplies. The parent did not. So therefore the teacher had to buy the child's supplies. And I feel like that's not fair to the teacher to have to use their hard earned money to pay for your child to have, you know, notebooks and pens and pencils and crayons and Kleenex and whatnot they need for school because you can't do it. And if you can't, I would rather a parent express that to me than to just expect that I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? Like, that's so disrespectful. There's so many parents who really, truly don't care. Yeah, that Mm -hmm. that is the biggest problem. Yeah, it's a tag team like parents and teachers are both very capable people and can are both very like uh, essential to a child's learning and I I mean I would I would challenge Mm -hmm. even the teachers like you know the lesson plans and you know the curriculum that you're teaching and so and specifically in talking about like black teachers um just be more cognizant of what you're actually teaching honestly <laughs> like I don't know I feel like if if I was a teacher I, I wouldn't be teaching the shit that I didn't agree with and I know that's kind of hard to be put in that position but at some point we asking other cultures and 
you know, let's just say, put it out there, white people, we asking them to stand up, but we got to stand up too. Like, these are our kids that we're teaching. So, yeah. And I think that, I think that a lot of teachers do do that in their own way or to the best of their abilities, because I know that there is some law and, you know, Mm -hmm. letters, um, legislation in our textbooks that we have to learn by law yeah so they have to teach us even if we don't agree with it i mean we could tell them the truth like all right you're gonna learn it but you're gonna learn the truth (laughs) but i just think that i do agree with you on that that we have to be more cognizant of what we're teaching them and not just giving them textbooks and telling them to complete them five questions at the end of the uh, story Mm-hmm. like that's not enough like I need you to talk to them like that's why I feel like as a parent I need I would be more involved in my kids education oh for sure and sometimes I think too like of course like y'all mentioned like a lot of curriculum is in in place by law so therefore you are forced to teach that shit but I think this is when the creativity of teachers comes into play. Yeah. Because like you said, you could teach what is required, but then still add your own flair to it to teach the kid. Yeah, you're going to learn this shit, but you're going to learn the real shit too. Mm-hmm. And make it fun. I think teachers forget that they were kids once and how they felt sitting in a classroom. Nobody wants to be lectured at for an hour. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Those kids don't have attention spans like adults. This ain't college. They're not going to sit and stare at a PowerPoint the whole class. Like, you got to engage with them. You know, I've, I've, I've seen videos go viral of teachers that get really creative, whether it's dancing, singing, doing cool handshakes, whatever it is to engage with their students. Mm-hmm. I guarantee those kids do their work and do it well because they're encouraged. They feel motivated to do it. They know that, okay, if I have, I have trouble with something, my teacher's going to help me. I feel comfortable approaching my teachers. Whatever it like, I feel like kids perform overall way better when you're more engaged with them as well. Yeah. So teachers got to get more creative. Parents need to be more involved. I mean, education is such a complex issue. And it's so broad. Like we talking from kindergarten to like high school, right? Like, yeah, yeah I don't college because I'm cool with them niggas not going back. Save yeah, your money, like, honey. Yeah, college is optional. But yeah. up until high school, that is mandatory. And it's like we have so many things to fix. And then it's I, I'm also upset with people that are so focused on defunding the police that I think they're forgetting that the government has been defunded education. Right. That is like the least funded government. I thought that's government. what defund the police mean. Just use that Let's money. Let's just say reform. Places. reform. Yeah, the, the, the verbiage of that <laughs> movement is terrible. Yeah, yeah I don't like defund because they do also want some of the funds to be rerouted on how it's used well i'm from my from what i read um they want they aren't necessarily taking the police fund that they already have they're taking all of the extra billions of dollars that goes into the police fund that is unnecessary so like um they taking those funds and putting them into other places within the city that will make it I guess more better or whatever but see that's the thing people are so focused on that but they're not worried about the fact that your schools your local schools have been defunded they don't have money like 
Well, I would hope that that once they defund the police, they will use that money to go into the already unfunded, underfunded education. Girl, you know they ain't. You know they ain't. They they only go they only go move when we say you need to move this way. That's the only way. We already know the U.S. spends majority of its money on military purposes. We know that. Why? Because that's the only way America fucking feels strong. Yes, we have a good ass army. Which which is fucking like insane to me. The whole idea of the police having quota. What does that mean? Because there shouldn't be a quota. No. <laughs> right. And that's where cops are making up shit. Yeah. And that's well, they I have a quota because they need incarceration. The, yeah, they need the prison beds filled so they could have free labor for the corporations. Which is fucked up in itself and too. Do yeah. y'all see how deep this shit goes? It's it's sickening. Yeah. And it's like the money is going to things that are not benefiting anybody at all it's actually making shit worse like i and what i'm also frustrated at is all these fucking billion dollar corporations why aren't y'all donating computers and textbooks and fucking building libraries and you know what i'm saying making sure these schools have what they need tangible things yeah exactly or these companies that supply internet or electricity or whatever it is why can't you guys give these families that are underprivileged free wi-fi girl i am still it's, trying it's to figure out you anything to do that i'm still trying to figure out why brianna taylor killers is still on the loose okay i don't understand why they not in jail that's like that's it's just like i feel like it's those answers that we just don't that doesn't make sense that will never make sense like these are questions that we shouldn't be asking they should already be done because these freaking laws and policies were drawn up to have loopholes in them so that when shit like this happens, we could find loopholes and they could not be held accountable. They have to keep the rich rich and the poor <laughs> yeah. poor. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's literally what our country was built on. Yeah. But the Constitution, all type of loopholes. Yeah. It was <laughs> never meant to really protect like it's people i guess not really well black Girl, people. in general and that's everybody and yeah. if you take race out of it no one is safe no and i think people aren't realizing that like we fighting against white people right now and it's like do y'all not realize they don't give a fuck about them either yeah nobody is safe in this world they don't care about you unless you have billions of dollars in your motherfucking pocket okay Period. if you are not in the one percent you do not matter yep white it's all about white, money Asian, puerto rican whatever the fuck you are you don't matter if you're not a billionaire if you're not yeah. in that one percent you don't matter mm-hmm. i was watching this video with um amanda seals and she used the phrase uh there is an eruption of consciousness that happened. Yes, I was like, I loved it. I was like, that is fucking it. Because people are waking the fuck up. Like, you know, not even black people. Like, literally, when the whole entire world is protesting and rioting and looting, we have a problem. Everybody's <laughs> woke the fuck up. Yeah. So we are tired. I don't um, think Martin Luther King marches stretched all the way to Europe now. I don't yeah. know. Oh, no, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's it's sad. And I don't know. I just, there's so many things that we could be focusing our, our attention on. And that's one thing I'm trying to, like, tell myself and then others, like, focus on what you feel called to focus on because you can't focus on everything. 
Mm-mm. Like you can't be focused on police reform, you can't be focused on education, then you can't be focused on healthcare all at the same time. You can't have a foot in every basket. You're gonna have to pick one. And yeah. if that's your strength, focus on that shit. Everyone has a strength. We need people in every area. You can't be in every spot at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, so this is where your strengths come in. And okay, well, if you're good at that, can you focus on that? I'm good at X, Y, and Z. I'm gonna focus on this. I think if we use teamwork and divide to divide and conquer, it'll be way easier than everyone's trying to be forced to be on the same accord with the same battles. And it's like, that's not everyone's journey to be on. Yeah. If you want to be outside marching and protesting, be my guest. But if that don't feed your soul, don't do it. Yeah. Do what you feel I- called to do to help. And I think that, like, the problem with, with us is, um, us meaning Black Americans, is we don't, we're not unified. Like, we, we're unified when it comes to the common goal. The common enemy is white people. But as a whole, we are, we are not unified. And I think. We will talk think, to each other in a second. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that that's, that's why we fall short of advancing sometimes because, we be focused on canceling people and we be focused on why this why this black person doesn't have the same opinions or viewpoints as me. And that's it's like, bro, that's as long as the end goal is the same, like let's focus on that. Like ride your lane, stay in your lane, and let's focus on what the actual end goal is. And education in all aspects, even for, you know, not even just kids, but even for us as a whole, is literally vital at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Right now, I encourage everyone to just take a moment, stop, breathe, refocus, and think about what you want to do moving forward to help bring change to the world in whatever way you see fit. Don't feel pressured to focus on only Black Lives Matter because that's what everyone's talking about. Mm-hmm. Go with your heart. What is your heart telling you to focus on? And that's something I'm trying to figure out because I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm all for Black power, but I don't feel like Black Lives Matter is like my movement that I need to jump in head first. I feel like I'm called to do maybe something more on the health side since mm-hmm. that's my expertise. So I'm gonna stay in my lane. You know what I'm saying? Like I and you a black person, so you know black all black Black Lives Matter. That means we don't know. <laughs> like, like yeah, I I know that I'm black. Yeah. Of course I'm for my people. I always have and will always be. But mm-hmm. I'm also not a historian. That's not my strength. I don't know a lot about history and I have to learn that. But I do know a lot about health. I'm still learning that. So I would rather put my energy and focus into helping reform health care because that shit's a whole nother topic. That's a hot ass mess mm-hmm. as well. And obviously, who's underprivileged in that? Black uh, people. Yeah. So I have a lot of I can give to that. So that's why I want to remind everyone, just focus on what you're good at and what your strengths are. You don't have to be in every single fight. And don't feel guilty if people are pressuring you. You're not supporting Black Lives Matter. Yes, you are. You just don't have to be out there with a sign, marching with your fist up, putting a post up every five minutes. Mm -hmm. Do it in a way that you see fit. And I think if we focus on our strengths, we'll get a lot further, a lot faster. Just my opinion. Amen. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head right there. Oh, Lord, I'm sweating with this conversation. Because <laughs> I just, my heart is so, like, I just love kids, and they're so yes. pure, they're so innocent, and they're suffering the most out of everyone during this, and mm-hmm. it's like, do people even care? Nope. Because these are the kids that are going to run our country. 
Yeah, everything that's happening is 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 for them. <laughs> like this is not our. We could fight the battle for them and hope that um, when they grow up, it'll be a fair and just world. But in reality, like this is not for us. This is for them. This is for our grandkids. <laughs> yeah, I feel so. you. Like I don't know, just these poor kids to have to go through this is just crazy. Because I, we thought 2019 was rough. 2020 came in like baby y'all ain't seen nothing yet I really think 2019 was like a preview of what was to come it rocked 2019 rocked the boat oh best it thing sure did. we expected a break in 2020 okay yeah. and 2020 started okay I ain't even go front it started pretty okay in my opinion and then... I thought it started bad cause Kobe dad yeah, twenty. I mean, outside of Kobe, <laughs> it's like that was like the only major thing that had happened up until uh, up until Corona. Yeah, or at least when Corona became very widely known, because Corona was already happening. We just didn't know it about it mainstream. But yeah. you know what? It's 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 a blessing and a curse for Corona. And again, I feel people. I feel bad for the people who have passed from it and who are out of jobs and stuff. But Honestly, if it wasn't for Corona, people would literally have seen George Floyd's video and kept it pushing. Like, nobody would be even worried about hashtags or starting conversations on racism or these protests or white people actually waking up out of their fucking cocoons and taking a stand. Like, none of that shit would be happening. So, Corona was a blessing and a curse. Hell yeah. It definitely was. Uh, I'm, I'm at first it felt like a curse but mm-hmm. the more I think about it the more I'm like damn I'm blessed to yeah. be in the position that I'm in I'm not homeless I'm not hungry nope. my family is healthy and alive and thriving my friends are alive <laughs> and thriving I'm just you know life is pretty fucking okay for me right now so I'm just gonna continue to be grateful count my blessings every day and... that's how I feel yeah. too I'm like I'm literally in a very very blessed situation and that's why I feel strongly about like giving back and doing what I can for those who aren't in the same position and meaning kids too um I'm like you know my life is cool over here but what can I do to improve somebody else's life even if it's mm-hmm. in the most act yep mm-hmm. but man 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 yeah, it's crazy. Crazy. Y'all love on if you got kids out there and you're listening, please just hug on your kids, love on them, tell them that it's okay. You love them. They are loved. They're black is beautiful if they black. Mm-hmm. Tell them if they ain't black, that black is still beautiful. Yep. Hell, p- let tell your baby to pick up a book and put down that goddamn phone, that tablet, that computer. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, Go please, outside. y'all help these play kids. Outside. Yes, let them play outside. <laughs> tell them get off that Xbox. Yep. And let your kid be a kid. Amen. Yeah. I agree. That was good, y'all. It was, mm-hmm. y'all. That made me hungry. That whole conversation. All right. Well, I'm sure we could talk about education for literally probably a few episodes, but um, I'm sure we'll cir- circle back at some point. <laughs> yeah. We're not Uh-oh. educators by any means. None of us are like, you know, teachers at a school. I mean, I worked at one, but I only know like a little bit about the behind the scenes of education. So I don't, we're not experts. We're just kind of giving our opinions. So if y'all have any other input, if you're a teacher, a principal, 
hell, if you work at a school in general, share y'all opinions, experiences. Let us know because I'm sure there's a lot more that we didn't touch on that could have been touched on. Mm-hmm. Um, but education is such a broad topic that has so many layers that it would take many conversations to even start to unravel it. Yep. Oh, yeah. I hope everyone's staying safe and staying well too. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it's quote. Yes. yes I almost forgot about it. If it's out on a positive note. <laughs> yes. Well, this is um positive. <laughs> okay, good. Um, so it's basically says start. Sooner or later you have to start. Stop saying you'll do it one day and just do it. At some point you have to make the first move. You have to make all the things you plan inside your head happen. You need to start taking steps to get what you want, even if there are baby steps. It's time to start working on that life you have always dreamed of. Put the fear of failure aside and just do it. The one thing more scary than starting is regret. I and like I that. go with that quote because during this time in the pandemic, there are a lot of creatives that are thinking of, you know, organizations, not-for-profits, businesses, books, music that we all need for our healing that is going on right now. So I encourage everybody to start. Just write it down. You thinking about it, just write it down. Amen. Yep. Live the life you dream of. Yes. Ideas have been coming to me. I just need to figure out how I want to execute and when. So I need to start just doing shit and just, it just needs to come together. If you don't know step two, that's okay. Just take step one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, Asia, you hit the nail on the head. Uh, What was that last week for the entrepreneur episode when you said you just got to start. And uh, even if it don't work out the first time, you just keep going until it get better. Yeah, I mean, you learn as you go, and that's the honest truth, and that's something I'm trying to teach myself because I'm a perfectionist, and I don't want to put shit out that isn't 100% perfect from the beginning, but that's not realistic. That's not how shit is. Anything that has ever been created has never been out 100% perfect on the first track. Mm-hmm. It's always trial and error. It's always, okay, this worked, this didn't, how are we going to rearrange this, how are we going to fix this? Like, It's a lot of fixing and just kind of learning as you go. Yeah. And that's what anything like. Yes, but please, y'all, be creatives and pull out, put out y'all love through y'all work, so y'all can help heal the world. Yeah. Fuck what I got to say. Okay, and love on your babies. If we have to say that one more time, please love on y'all kids. Love, love on them. Let's be creatives. You never know; you might have a baby genius. Mm. Amen. Yep, <laughs> I have a little Picasso. Don't even know it. Mm. Okay, <laughs> Madam that easel. oh yeah all right y'all we'll talk to y'all next week have a great juneteenth yes celebrate celebrate go out get some i don't know barbecue or some shit you know what black people eat yeah i'm trying to think like (laughs) i want to do it like fourth of july style since i ain't celebrating fourth of july i think barbecue is just suffice yeah yeah girl this is our fourth of july so mm-hmm. we might as well go out and do fireworks stuff. everything yeah barbecue, beer house up. music <laughs> right it's going up yes all right y'all love y'all see you next week peace bye girl.